Hello, this is your host, Hia Jain, and you're listening to the 8th episode of Running Out of Power, the podcast that ends when my already low on battery recording device dies without warning. On a show literally dictated by burning out, we talk about what keeps people recharged. From art to analytics and zoology to Zen meditation, nothing is off limits, so let's get started. Today, I'm joined by cricket player, hip-hop music listener, and emerging money maker, Vishwak Loger. So Vishwak, why don't you introduce yourself and we'll take it from there. Hi, I'm Vishwak. I'm in grade 12. I enjoy sports in general, but cricket specifically. In terms of pastime, stand-up comedy and hip-hop music are my go-to options. And something that really fascinates me and intrigues me would be the corporate world. All right. Yeah, so that sounds good. And I think that's exactly what we'd be talking about today. Your fascination with the corporate world and what you ended up doing with it. So before we begin, I'd just like to give a little bit of context to where this started. We did this passion project last year where everybody picked up something that they really enjoyed. And uh, Vishwa created a blog around him investing in the markets. And I think the slogan was, hi, I'm Vishwak. I'm 15, 16, and I want to make money. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, Right. So when did you get into economics? What intrigued you? Uh, It started out just as a subject. But as I went on to learn more and more about economics, I started to understand the corporate world better. I started to understand how the actual business world functions better. I started to understand the the decisions the government was making and why they were making it. And then I went in depth into companies and the financial part of companies, the financial analysis. And um, math is also something I really enjoy. So that analysis was quite fun for me. And that's what got it, got me into it. I really enjoyed it and it allowed me to understand something that I previously did not understand that well. And now I could make sense of much more things. So how exactly did you convert this passion for economics and mathematics into your passion project? And what was the process? How did it go? Tell us more. Okay, so uh, my passion project was basically to understand how the stock market works. So I started out by researching uh, about stock market and studying how one of some of the greatest investors in the world decide where to invest what time to invest, how to invest, and all that. Um, Then I took up this challenge and I pitched my investment plan to my classmates, uh, after which I got got some seed money to start my stock market journey. Uh, Then as I improved, I learned more, I researched more, I um, did a few courses on it, and uh, then I started improving it, and now I have a pretty good portfolio of my own with the money of the class and mine also. And we are still all waiting for the returns. I told you, man, when the school starts, school hasn't started. Yeah, if, if it doesn't, I'll pay you off on graduation, okay? And we'll hold you to that. Anyways, moving on, if I remember correctly, when we gave you that seed money, about a thousand rupees, and then you invested it, and then I think a couple of weeks later, you was like, um, yeah, I did that and um, I made a loss. And I 
I'm sure not all of us were very pleased with that. So what was your initial reaction when you, I don't know, when it went south? Uh, honestly, I did not really know what went wrong because it happened very quickly. Like in two days of time, I made a huge loss. Uh, and it did set me off for like a month or so. Like I, I couldn't go back to continue learning and all. But then again, I decided that I can't just give up like that. I at least have to give it another shot. So instead of then straight away going back into the market, I went back and researched and learned more. And after about five to six months of researching and learning, I finally understood what I did wrong and what I need to do in order to actually make a profit. And now I'm operating at a profit. I think between making the loss and then coming back with this amazing portfolio, there was like a nice chunk of time. So would you like to elaborate on what was your thought process? How did you go about it? So the first trade I made was in the derivatives market. Now, unlike the stock market, derivatives market is, even the stock market is highly volatile, but derivative markets is much, much more volatile than the stock market. And uh, I I didn't really have a proper research done. And uh, it was sort of like a bet. And I was, honestly, I was sort of pressurized because um, I didn't, I was, I, I felt like I wasn't doing much work for my passion project. So I just made the trade in a hurry and I did not do my research well. That was the biggest mistake that I made. And the second time I went in the market, I did not go to the derivatives market. I went to the stock market itself because derivative markets, it there is, uh, there is no fundamental values in that market. But in the stock market, I have to research about companies. So I, I can be sure of the decisions I make due to the relay, uh, due to the research that I do. Yeah, I think we were very pleased when you came back the second time around and you were like, I'm going to give you, uh, I think, 20% return. That's what we're expecting. 21. 21% return. Yeah. Right. Which I think is much, much better than what we initially started off with. And even though you said you fell into a rut after you made the initial mistake, you sort of bounced back from it. So, uh, which brings me to a little bit of a philosophical question almost. How do you think people in general cope with failure? Okay. Uh, I think that many people do what I do. They, they learn from their mistakes. Uh, sometimes you learn the hard way. And honestly, that is one of the best ways to learn because then you'll be sure that you won't make the map that same mistake ever again. And it's just that if you don't do that, then you're basically giving up on life. So it's, you don't really have an option there, I think, because you have to get back on your feet because you can't just uh, let one failure stop you from improving and going on with your life. I think they'll do, most of the people would do what I did. They'll go back, they'll see what they did wrong, they'll learn from their mistake and they'll hopefully come out stronger. On the topic of learning from your mistakes, I'd like to take the opportunity to just ask you, what exactly did you do to bounce back from your mistake? Okay, so the 
first thing I made was that I shifted from the derivatives market to the stock market because stock market was something that I could actually understand and something that had fundamentals at its core. Uh, the second thing I did was I did not rush into any trade. I gave myself the time. I had patience. Uh, even after, like after starting my investing journey the second time, uh, there were times that stocks went down. That was natural. The stocks I invested in went down. But unlike the first time, instead of panicking and rushing out of the trade, I stayed put. I I I analyzed again if my decision was wrong and if it was then I changed it but more often than not it wasn't wrong so I backed myself I I had faith in myself and I waited and patience was something that paid off really well you bring up a very interesting idea with the whole talk around patience and how sometimes you just need to stay put and have faith in your investment and when I got into the markets this year, I realized that that's something that I struggle with. And I believe other people may also struggle with that a little bit. And this may just be compounded by the volatility of the markets, as you put it. So what advice would you give to someone who's just getting into the markets and who, like you, wants to understand the corporate world a little bit better through the stock market? The first advice would be to have a target. Whenever you invest in a stock, uh, have a target price that you want that stock to reach. And as soon as the stock reaches that price, you get out of the trade. Because once you're done with the research, you, you, you tentatively know what price the stock should actually be valued at. And the difference between the market value and your predicted value is basically your profit. So you have a target which makes sure that you don't get out of the trade too early because that is also something happening with me. Uh, there were several times that I get got out of the trade too early. Like I made a profit, but I would have made at least like 20% to 30% more profit had I just waited a week. Uh, or it could be vice versa. Like the stock has increased a lot, but uh, just because it has made a 50% profit already, you wait a little more in hope that will make a 70% profit. And instead of that, it goes down and you make a loss or a reduced profit. So yeah, have a target. Uh, then the second advice I would give is uh, do your research well and base your investment uh, decisions on fundamentals. Because when you have that, then if the stocks start going down, then you don't have anything to worry about because the companies are going to be there a couple of years later also. You, you, you're in no rush to get out, of that, uh, get out of that position. So if you have done your research well and you have the fundamentals yeah. with you, then you don't have to worry about the short term. Uh, you just have to wait and you have to be patient about it. Uh, and if you're trading, I, I don't trade, but if you're trading, then obviously have a stop loss. Uh, know your risk appetite and uh, the higher risk you take the higher reward you get but that doesn't mean that you have to be a fool about it uh, know your risk appetite and have a stop loss yeah yeah so those are some words of advice from someone who's experienced the highs and the lows of the market but more importantly from someone who's actually done their homework and throughout the course of the podcast we've kept coming back to one idea 
and that's research and how important it is to do your own. So Vishwak, would you like to share a little bit about the resources you use, the books you read to build the sort of understanding of the fundamentals of the market and also what helped you get into the stock market in the first place? Uh, the, the first book I read was something that got me hooked into the whole thing. It was, it's a very famous book. Most of you might have already read it. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I think that book just laid a good groundwork for me to go ahead. Um, once I was done with that, then I went on to read a book by Peter Lynch. Peter Lynch is uh, one of the greatest portfolio managers of all time. I think he had he he still ha- holds the record for the best uh, run of a mutual fund. Then I went on to uh, then I went so that book was a little less technical, and once I got the basics right, I went on to read a book by Benjamin uh, Graham, uh, the the guy who taught Warren Buffett. So so that was a bit more technical. So I I increase the level of uh, uh, the level of difficulty and the level of knowledge that I gained eventually I didn't straight away jump into the books that I couldn't completely get actually that happened I first read Benjamin Graham's book uh, uh, about a year earlier and I could not understand anything uh, then I did all these other books and other courses and stuff and then uh, about five months later i started that book again and now i could actually understand it and it made sense i think it's uh, important to gradually increase the level and uh, go step by step so uh, the first in, if you want the names first one was rich that word and second would be uh, i don't remember one of the wall street yeah that one was by Peter Lynch, one of the Wall Street. And third was the intelligent investor. And that was all we were able to record before my device ran out of battery. I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about Vishwak's learning curve as he ventured into the stock markets, as well as some bigger ideas of failure and patience. And we rounded it out with a couple of words of advice and book recommendations. And I'll see you again next time with another guest and more interesting conversations.